Good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday, October 3rd. You are listening to the Mo News Podcast. I'm Jill Wagner. This is the place where we bring you just the facts. We read all the news and read between the lines so you don't have to. Yep, October 3rd is the unofficial Mean Girls Day. And by that, I mean Mean Girls the movie. I'll have more on that later. Just me today, Mosh, still on paternity leave. And as usual, a lot of news to get to. Donald Trump's civil trial gets underway in New York City. He was there in person. We'll tell you what happened and what he ordered for lunch. The Nobel Prize has been awarded to two COVID vaccine pioneers, their reaction and their unexpected journey. Is Russia testing a nuclear-powered missile? Here in the U.S., California Governor Gavin Newsom made his pick to replace the late Senator Dianne Feinstein. Netflix taking a page from Disney, trying to sell more merchandise. And Beyonce taking a page from Taylor Swift, bringing her Renaissance tour to the movie theater. And fast food is getting a little faster. Plus, I'll have On This Day in History and a little Mean Girls trivia. All right, let's start with former President Trump. He was back in court yesterday for a $250 million civil fraud lawsuit. It's accusing him, his two sons, and the Trump Organization executives of overvaluing their assets to obtain more favorable bank loans and lower insurance premiums. New York Attorney General Letitia James say the Trumps and officials from the Trump Organization falsified business records between 2011 and 2021 to exaggerate both their wealth and property values. They're talking about Trump Tower penthouse, the Mar-a-Lago estate, and various office towers and golf clubs by millions of dollars in order to secure more favorable loans. The Trumps have denied wrongdoing. Donald Trump was at the courthouse. He spoke to the media outside of the courtroom, calling it a political witch hunt. Why do you want to be here in person today? Because I want to watch this witch hunt myself. I've been going through a witch hunt for years. This is really now getting dirty between Jack Smith and between all of these DOJ people helping them along. This is a pure witch hunt for purposes of interfering with the elections of the United States of America. Letitia James, in announcing this case last year, had said, quote, claiming that you have money that you do not have does not amount to the art of the deal. It is the art of the steal. The prosecution and defense both presented their cases yesterday during opening arguments. Prosecutors will try to prove the defendants intentionally submitted false financial statements in order to inflate their assets. The defense, though, says it has a slew of experts who can vouch for the accounting used to reach those valuations. One possible win for Trump, according to him and his lawyers. The judge, Judge Angoran, decided to throw out any business or real estate transactions that occurred prior to 2014, which would mean that up to 80% of the transactions in question would no longer be considered in the trial. It is significant because fewer transactions equal fewer damages. There are other consequences as well. This is a civil lawsuit. It's not a criminal case. So there's no possibility of jail time here. But again, he could face significant financial and business penalties, along with sanctions that would severely limit the Trump's ability to do business in New York. In one lighter moment on Monday, TMZ reported a pair of security guards were spotted carrying several large bags of McDonald's into the courthouse. It's not exactly clear that they were headed for the former president, but his love of McDonald's is well known. 
Another quick political story to mention, as some would expected, Representative Matt Gates, a Republican of Florida, following through on his threats, filed a resolution Monday to force a vote to overthrow Speaker Kevin McCarthy. During the past two weeks, he had warned McCarthy that he would try to oust him from his position if he brought a short-term government funding bill to the floor that passed with help from Democrats. Well, if you listened to this podcast yesterday, you would know that that is exactly what happened. The House now has until Wednesday, tomorrow, to vote on whether to keep McCarthy on as Speaker. Gates will need 218 votes to remove McCarthy, which means that he would likely need some Democratic votes to make it happen. The House Democratic leader, Hakeem Jeffries, not saying how the Democrats are going to handle the vote. It is a dilemma because they are the minority in the House, so they aren't going to get a Democratic speaker elected. And as one top advisor tells us, it is a choice for Democrats between the devil you know and the devil you don't. And in some non-political, lighter, happier news, this year's Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine, it's been awarded to Catalin Carrico and Drew Weissman for their work on mRNA vaccines. The Nobel Prize Committee made that announcement in Sweden, saying that the groundbreaking findings, quote, fundamentally changed our understanding of how mRNA interacts with our immune system. Now, I was debating if I should put this story above the fold, as we say in the news biz, and I decided to do it because I really love their backstory, just about how these vaccines were created and a lot of the struggles that they had. Interestingly, Carrico and Weissman published their results on mRNA in a paper back in 2005. It got very little attention at the time, but later, as we know, it laid the foundation for the, quote, unprecedented rate of vaccine development during one of the greatest threats to human health in modern times. That is per the Nobel Committee. Those vaccines were developed in less than a year, thanks to their work. The committee says mRNA vaccines, together with other COVID-19 vaccines, have been administered over 13 billion times. They have saved millions of lives, prevented severe COVID-19 and enabled societies to open up again. And their approach to mRNA has really transformed vaccine technology. It's laid the foundation for vaccines that could one day protect against diseases like cancer or HIV. The New York Times points out that vaccine skeptics have really seized in part on the vaccine's rapid development, which was among the most impressive feats of modern medical science to undermine the public's trust in them. But the breakthroughs behind the shots unfolded little by little over decades, including at the University of Pennsylvania, where Dr. Weissman runs a lab. Now, Dr. Carrico, only the 13th woman to win the prize and the first since 2015, she talks a bit about her struggles over the years. In fact, she said the University of Pennsylvania, where she worked, had told her that she was, quote, not faculty quality. She was actually demoted by the school because she couldn't get the financial support to continue her research in an interview, she said that every October, her mom used to tell her, I'm going to listen to the radio. Maybe you'll get the Nobel Prize. And she would say to her, Mom, I can't even get a grant. Now, she and Weissman met randomly at a copy machine at the University of Pennsylvania in 1998. She was researching mRNA, confident that it would spur medical breakthroughs. He was trying to work on a vaccine for HIV. So he wondered if maybe they should team up. And they both had trouble getting money. But Weissman, the same as Carrico, said that they saw the potential and just weren't willing to give up. As for their reaction to getting this Nobel Prize, they both thought it was a joke. Weissman actually said he thought it was an anti-vaxxer playing a prank on him. 
By the way, the Nobel Peace Prize, that will be awarded on Friday. Hola, habla español, parlez-vous francais. All right, that's about as far as I go with other languages. And that is why I am so excited about our newest sponsor, Babbel. Well, the best way to learn a language is through immersion, living where the language is spoken natively and using it every day. That is not possible for everyone. So what is the second best way to learn a language? Babbel. Because with Babbel, you could start speaking a new language in just three weeks. Moshe has been taking Spanish lessons. I am very excited because I want to take French lessons. I've always wanted to learn French. So why Babbel? Because it works. Instead of paying hundreds of dollars for a private tutor or fooling yourself with language apps that are a little bit more than games, Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel is designed by real people for real conversations. All of Babbel's tips and tools for learning a new language are approachable, accessible, and rooted in real-life situations. And they have a very special limited time deal for our listeners to get you started. You can get right now 55% off your Babbel subscription. Head to babbel.com slash monews with our discount. That's just about six bucks a month to learn a new language. Again, that deal 55% off at babbel.com slash monews. It's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash monews, M-O-N-E-W-S. Some rules and restrictions may apply. And now to Athletic Greens. Without Moshe here, I do have to really try to bring the energy. And that is why I am very thankful for AG1. It is an easy way to get all of your nutrients. It is just one scoop with a glass of water in the morning. Again, it is easy and quick, and it lets you get on with your day, knowing that you've gotten over 75 important ingredients, including tons of vitamins and minerals. It also has pre and probiotics to support digestion and gut health. With your first purchase of AG1, Athletic Greens is giving Mo News listeners a free one-year supply of their vitamin D and five free travel packs of AG1. Just visit drinkag1.com slash monews to take advantage of this offer. You could get a discounted monthly subscription or try it one time for just a month. Again, that is drinkag1.com slash monews, M-O-N-E-W-S for this special deal and really start to take ownership of your health. Time now for the speed read from the New York Times. Satellite imagery and aviation data suggests that Russia could be preparing to test an experimental nuclear-powered cruise missile or may have recently tested one with a theoretical range of thousands of miles. This is according to a New York Times analysis. Movements of aircraft and vehicles at and near a base in Russia's remote Arctic region are consistent with preparations that were made for tests of the missile known as the SSC-X9 Skyfall back in 2017 and 2018. U.S. surveillance planes have also been tracked in the area over the last two weeks. Russia previously conducted 13 known tests between 2017 and 2019, all of which were unsuccessful. But the New York Times points out even mishaps can be deadly. According to the Nuclear Threat Initiative report, the missile is what's called a second strike strategic range weapon intended to be launched after a wave of nuclear strikes have devastated targets in Russia. Experts say if used in wartime, the missile could have the potential to destroy large urban areas and military targets. 
All right, now to an update I mentioned yesterday from NBC News. California Governor Gavin Newsom has chosen LaFonza Butler, the president of EMILY's List, to fill the seat of the late Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein. She will be the third black woman to ever serve in the Senate. She is also the first openly LGBTQ person to represent California in the chamber. EMILY's List is a group which works to elect Democratic women who support abortion rights. Butler saying in a statement, Senator Dianne Feinstein's leadership and legacy are immeasurable. I will do my best to honor her by devoting my time and energy to serving the people of California and the people of this great nation. In California, the governor has the power to appoint a senator to serve until the next regularly scheduled statewide general election. So that means that Butler will serve until the next senator, whom voters will choose in the November 2024 election, is sworn in. Butler currently lives in Maryland, but she does own a home in California. She will switch her voter registration Newsom had said that he would appoint a black woman if either of California's Senate seats had opened up. He also said he didn't want to appoint any of the candidates who had been running to succeed Feinstein in 2024. That includes Representatives Barbara Lee, Adam Schiff and Katie Porter. Newsom said choosing any of them would be completely unfair to the candidates who have, quote, worked their tails off in their campaigns. From the Wall Street Journal, Netflix takes a page from Disney and hawks more merch. Netflix has made product lines tied to its shows like Stranger Things, Sex Education, and The Witcher, but previously largely waited to see if a show was a hit before spending time and money on goods. Now it is asking earlier in the planning process, including when some shows are green-lighted, whether there's an opportunity to sell goods or events based on a show or film and starts working with creators on making them. Rival Disney has long used consumer products and experiences from theme parks to cruises, toys, and tutus to bring beloved characters to the real world and deliver a steady stream of revenue. Netflix is newer to the business. For years, it would license other studios' shows, and it wasn't able to sell products based on them. But now that it's built a pipeline of its own content, including Squid Game and Bridgerton, the streaming giant is accelerating work on fan experiences and merchandise that keep viewers talking about shows between seasons. But this does involve taking financial risks. It could take as much as 18 months to make products like figurines, and it would require Netflix to place a bet that a new series will take off. You create too much product, and it can erode a show's brand. So my daughter last year really got into the show Gabby's Dollhouse. It's on Netflix. And at the time, I was trying to find dolls or some kind of merchandise for her. And I have to say, there was not a lot out there. I did a quick search before this podcast. There's definitely more for sale. So maybe they've already started doing this. Um, But I had thought at the time that they're really missing out on a revenue stream. Okay, also from the Wall Street Journal, Beyonce's tour is coming to the movie screens in December as she joins fellow pop star Taylor Swift in releasing a concert film based on her dominant world tour. The artist dropped the trailer for the movie. It's called Renaissance, a film by Beyonce on Monday, the day after she played the final show of her tour in Kansas City, Missouri. Beyonce's movie will be including concert footage and cover her creative process. The trailer shows her rehearsing for the tour, boarding a helicopter, getting glammed up, and spending some time with her kids. Here's a bit of the trailer. Start over, start fresh, create the new. That's what the Renaissance is about. Her tour was an economic and cultural force. Beyonce, like Taylor Swift, is cutting out a studio middleman and releasing her concert film directly with AMC. 
So this will let Beyonce reap more profit from the film, which she created through her production company, Parkwood Entertainment. She did release her last concert film, Homecoming, on Netflix. This new film will be released December 1st in theaters across the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. It's set to debut less than two months after Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour, which comes out next week. Tickets for Beyonce's film will start at 22 bucks. Pre-sale tickets already available. And from CNBC, fast food drive through lanes are speeding up as fewer customers choose to order their meals and milkshakes while sitting in the car. This is according to an annual study by InTouch Insight. The average total time spent in a drive through lane shrank by 29 seconds this year. If you're in a rush, though, you know you could feel that 29 seconds. Wait times to order were 25 seconds shorter as the average number of cars in line to place orders fell from 2.76 to about one car. The study looked at visits to Arby's, Burger King, Carl's Jr., Chick-fil-A, Dunkin', Hardee's, KFC, McDonald's, Taco Bell, and Wendy's. Taco Bell, KFC, and Carl's Jr. had the fastest overall times for their drive through lanes, but Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, and Wendy's bested all three chains when their longer average total times were actually divided by the number of cars in line. In other words, Taco Bell and KFC were only speedier because their drive through lanes weren't as popular. But across the board, drive through lanes have waned in demand since the start of the pandemic. A lot of diners have now shifted to ordering online or using self-order kiosks inside of restaurants. Time now for On This Day in History. On this day, October 3rd in 1990, after four decades of Cold War division and with pressure from the German chancellor, the Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev agreed to a unified Germany within NATO, leading to Germany's reunification again this day in 1990. On this day in 1995, one of the most sensational trials in U.S. history ended as a jury found O.J. Simpson not guilty of murdering his ex-wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, and her friend, Ronald Goldman. It is one of those events that I remember where I was when the verdict came in. I was sitting in the Jericho High School cafeteria, and it was actually playing on TV. And a little pop culture history on this day in 2003, School of Rock, starring Jack Black, premiered. And as I mentioned at the top, it is also Mean Girls Day. Yes, the movie technically came out on April 30th of 2004, but October 3rd has since become Mean Girls Day, and it all started with this one kind of throwaway line. I've been talking to Aaron more and more. On October 3rd, he asked me what day it was. It's October 3rd. That is when Lindsay Lohan's character, Katie Heron, is recalling all of her interactions with her crush, Aaron Samuels. So in honor of Mean Girls Day, a couple of little-known Mean Girls trivia for you. Lindsay Lohan originally wanted to play Regina George. She said in an interview with Entertainment Weekly that she had been playing characters in movies that were not the cool girl in school. She said, I was still 17 years old and I wanted to be the cool girl on set. But the head of Paramount said, we have to have Lindsay play the lead in Mean Girls. It's just not going to work having her play the villain because she now has an audience that won't accept that. Also, the name of the movie Mean Girls almost didn't happen. Originally, they were going to call it Homeschooled. One of the producers telling the New York Times that they were making it about someone who had been homeschooled their whole lives and then has to navigate high school. But then they came up with the Africa concept, which was, quote, a real boon because we can compare the kids' behavior to animals. 
So there you go. Homeschooled, not quite the same ring as mean girls. And as I like to say to my daughter, I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom, which I'm actually not. I do feel like I'm I'm more of like a nerdy mom than a cool mom, which I'm okay with. All right, everybody, we're going to end it there. Thank you for listening to the Mo News Podcast. If you like what you hear, share this with your friends. It will help us grow. Follow us and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Review us in the App Store. Call us, 1-800-711-MOSH, M-O-S-H. And follow us on Instagram at Mosh, M-O-S-H-E-H. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Mo News Podcast.